0: Welcome to The Run. I'm your host, Clayton Tillery, with...
1: Zach Tyler.
0: Scott Griffith. Hey, we're back. We've been gone uh, most of the winter. We had some uh, technical difficulties with your computer, Zach. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so we're back up and running. We're able to get everybody uh, here to the Tillery compound. We're in the basement gathered around the ping pong table once again. Uh, Really excited to be back with you guys. Going to stop right here real quick. It is uh, Thursday, March the 21st. Happy birthday to Coach Jordan. JJ. JJ. We talked to JJ earlier. He was out to dinner with his lovely wife, Mary Margaret. Um, so happy birthday, Coach. We appreciate all you do. Hey, we're going to jump right in today. Winter recap. Scotty.
2: Yeah, so we haven't talked since cross-country season. A few things have gone on since then that are definitely uh, worthy of note one of which is what's going on with our uh, post high school collegiates. We always have to talk about Liz Galarza. Um, She's down at Georgia Tech, uh, had a really nice indoor season. She ran uh, 4.58 for the mile at the ACC Championship. So number one, just being able to qualify to participate in the ACC Championship is a really big deal. It's a highly competitive conference with a lot of really good schools in there. So great time for her. Earlier in the season, she ran 944 for 3K, which translates to 1027 for 3,200. So, for those high school boys that are working at trying to get to be 1030, you'll be almost as fast as Liz is right now. Um, A long, good progression for her. She ran 1051 in high school, which is an excellent high school time, but Uh, second at the state meet. Second at the Uh, state meet and holds the 19 fastest. Thirty-two hundreds ever run at West Forsyth High School, so it's great to see Liz continuing to compete uh, and get better. I'm going to go with that's guys and girls. No, that's just 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 girls. Just she
0: just
2: doesn't friends. she doesn't have the 19th fastest guys 3200s. 19th fastest in the state. No, no, no. no. She has. Out of all the 3200s ever run by a girl at West Forsyth, she has the 19 of the fastest. Oh, possible. 19. Oh, and the oh. 20th fastest
0: is Julie Erickson. I, I'm sorry, folks. I'm a little rusty here. Uh, we've been off for a while.
2: I clarification there. I appreciate that. Sorry. Yep. All right. So that uh, that happened, and then I had a great experience a couple of weeks ago. The NCAA Indoor Division One meet was over in Birmingham, where I spend most of my Monday through Fridays. I got to see the Friday session, which was amazing on all sorts of different levels. But I think the one thing I wanted to share with you guys is that you can carry that same kind of cool family running is fun experience into high school if you decide to make it that way. So the distance medley relay is something that they score at nationals, not something that you see in outdoors outdoors. Um, Really great relay because it brings all disciplines in there from sprinting at the 400 all the way up to the mile. Yeah, the one thing I really like about that
0: relay, it shows the balance within a team that, you know, they're not just building to be a field team. They're not just building to be a sprint team. They're not just building to be a mid-distance or distance
2: team. Like, that team has good balance, and it's a fun race to watch. Yep. Sitting next to me in the stands was about 30 students from notre dame oh you said it was great that were not participating in the meet because no school has 30 people i think they participated all right they participated not (laughs) by running they obviously come down on a bus uh, from you know south bend indiana just to watch the dmr so as the race is going on you know the 1200 leg their guys sort of in it but not at the front 400 their guys sort of in it not in the front 800 their guys moving up towards the front And there's a guy way out in front in the mile that they don't think, you know, nobody thinks he's going to get caught because he's way out. And their guy's like trucking, 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 trucking. And finally, about halfway into the race, he goes into the lead. These Notre Dame kids were completely losing their minds. (laughs) It was like a circus. They were doing like (laughs) backflips and screaming and going completely crazy. About that time, though, the uh, Stanford anchor rolls up on him, who's in the process of running a 354 mile, Ugh. and he's one of the best runners in the country. And you just know he's going to outkick this Notre Dame guy, who's like been running his heart out. He pulls ahead of him with two laps to go, gaps him a little bit. You think, well, you know, Notre Dame's going to get second. 100, 150 meter track, 200 meter track, 200 meter track. So 400 to go. Coming off the last turn on the last lap, so there's less than 50 meters to go. Here comes this Notre Dame guy. Meanwhile, the Notre Dame fans are going completely crazy, screaming, "Here come the Irish!" (laughs) He rolls by them, and they go crazy. So it was cool to see high school—I mean, uh, high school—kind of spirit translate into the college environment, to where it wasn't just all about, you know, scholarships and big wheels and all this other kind of junk. It was great. I loved being part of this sport and seeing it at all different levels. Well, you know, Notre Dame has a history with that race,
0: of uh, the DMR. And I don't know, I guess you could say it's like a love affair. They run really well in it every year, but it does show great balance. And I think it's really cool. It's something we pride ourselves on, uh, telling our kids to invest in each other. And uh, it's great to see kids show up that, like, hey, we're not stepping on the track, but we, we're part of the team. Yep, absolutely. So that's really cool. Yep, great you know, story. You hey, Talking about what went over this winter, I was super proud of something that happened this past weekend. Uh, We call him the West Forsyth OG, Johnny G. Uh, Johnny G made his marathon debut this weekend at the Atlanta Marathon. And I believe it's changed a little bit from when I ran it. And it was really tough when I ran it. But uh, Jonathan Gomez is who we're talking about, by the way. John runs 242. Now let me tell you what's special about that 242 because Coach Griffith, being the stat guy, gave me some numbers I was interested in this. John Gomez never broke five minutes in high school. John Gomez has a 3,200 PR of 1036 in high school. His 5K PR, 1745. (laughs) I'm not sure that makes our varsity team this year. No. But I'm going to tell you one thing about Johnny G. Johnny G has a work ethic. Uh, Johnny G listens to his coach, which his, uh, his, I believe it was his uncle Philemon, who was a very good marathoner in Mexico, was his coach. And I guarantee you, Johnny G ran every interval the way it was supposed to be run. He didn't miss workouts. He was consistent in what he did. And we had a little conversation on the phone Sunday, and he was very appreciative that we even noticed. But Johnny G's averaging right around 610 per mile marathon you looked at some splits tell us what you saw about that because to me that's an incredible performance yeah he
2: was he was almost dead even the entire race which is how you want to be able to run a marathon or maybe even a little bit faster on the second half but the last two tenths which always catches people off because it's like hey marathon's 26 miles oh yeah no 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 that two. you got got that you got that 385 (laughs) yards at the end he was running like five minute pace for the last two tenths so the boy was rolling yeah
0: johnny g we're really proud of you Hey, another person we want to highlight, uh, Nick Lyon, 1602 indoors. That's that's good on those tight tracks. You know, uh, Nick texts me every once in a while. I enjoy getting those texts. You know, guys, girls, one of the things he texted me about this winter was how he had this big workout coming up. And the night before, he really needed to cram for this test. And he went into this workout on about three hours sleep. And he's like, you know, that workout was really good until it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't about halfway through. And then, you know, he talked about how the next week he got really good sleep. He goes to this workout, which wasn't quite as intense, but the volume was a little larger. And He's like, Coach, it was so easy. He goes, never underestimate getting recovery, getting good sleep, fueling the body correct. And, and Nick, great great way to set the example. We're really proud of you for continue to advance. Um, great job. He's up at Hamilton College in New York. Yeah,
1: yeah I, got a, I got a couple shout outs so with uh, some of our winter recap and uh, actually soon to be alumni, soon to, that's graduating this spring. Um, Steven Grafius has talked to us uh, going to Oglethorpe. Um, I know that, uh, Steven, this, this track season probably hasn't been the, uh, the best of situations uh, when, when it comes to the leg. But uh, dude, keep your head in there, uh, stay focused. I, I promise you, you'll get out of that. And hey, it's good um, to still see
0: you coming to meet. Just keep yeah, coming around. I mean, he's, we he's like that. He's a team that. player.
1: You're, he's out there supporting his. Your teammates love you so. So uh, Oglethorpe, that'd be a good place for you, man. That's really cool. Uh, we'll definitely be able to see you around uh, in the future. And then uh, Haley Tillery, actually, she signed with uh, UNG with Tom Williams. Um, he's kind of an old friend of ours, so it's uh, it's really cool to see uh just an extension of the family and being able to see her hey finally
0: uh, she's gonna get a good head coach yeah you know that that (laughs) other head coach she's run for for four years that guy's running well that guy's a little unstable but uh yeah we're we're i i'm really proud of her um a big accomplishment um obviously being her father and being able to run in college all three of us ran in college we all know there's some value in that um Guys, you ever get a chance to be college athlete, you get to register for classes before everybody else. It is a big deal, especially when you're getting down.
1: And where you live on campus.
0: Yeah, where – yeah, she's already got her dorm. So, uh, I know I'm already paying the bill on it. So, uh, proud of you, Haley. Uh, speaking of signing day, those aren't the only two that are uh, going to head to college and run. Signing day is going to be on Wednesday, April the 17th, in the cafeteria at WFHS at 4 p.m., um, Obviously, we know that uh, Stevens going to Oglethorpe, uh, D3 situation there. Um, signing that day is going to be Haley Tillery to UNG. And also, former cross-country runner turned into pole vault and discus, uh, Abby Robertson is going to the University of Alabama Huntsville. We're really proud of you, Abby. Uh, cross-country distance athlete by extension there. Um, excited for her opportunity and uh, if you guys didn't know, now you know, back in the fall, Kyle Brown signed with Auburn University. That's a huge sign there, so we're really proud of our athletes being able to move on to the next level, and, uh, and continue on with what they're doing, and just, uh, even if you don't go there, Johnny G's a great example. You know, he didn't run in college, but his love for running never left him, and that's something you can do for a lifetime. So, Look, it's kind of hard where we're going to go from here. This podcast might be a little different than others, but let's just talk a little bit about our season, where we're at. Uh, Scott, you're going to lead these conversations, we're just kind of go through the distances here and just shoot from the hip. Let's get going.
2: Yeah, so we're we're just past midseason now. We've gone through several races. We're preparing uh, for championship time in the season with the Forsyth County meet coming up next Monday and Tuesday. But we wanted to kind of catch everybody up with some of the accomplishments that we've had so far in the season. So let's uh, kick it off by starting uh, to talk about the 800, which has really become uh, an event that's uh, much better for us at West Forsyth than what it's been historically, and our level of depth in terms of how many athletes we have running well at that race is, uh, you know, way better than it's been in the past.
0: Well, you know, one thing I'd attribute that to is uh, bringing on Zach, you know, him having the expertise of things he's done, and uh, more importantly, just being able to give that group a little more one-on-one attention. Uh, We started earlier this week, well, I guess late last week, with some very uh, focused workouts, and I think we're going to see the benefits of that coming up.
1: Well, yeah, and we'll we'll get to some of the benefits that already happened.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so on the guys' side, I was laughing because I sent a picture to Zach and, and Clayton the other day, of where our kind of list is among the top guys in the 800. And we've tried to give everybody a chance to run the 800 this year, even if that's not the event that naturally suits you. And if you haven't run it yet, you will get a chance before the end of the season. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't suit
0: everybody. There's been a couple guys come up and just go, coach, I don't want to do that again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy, but right now we've got a pig pile at the top with, I think there's like eight or 10 guys that are under 208, which is nine, nine, nine guys
0: guys. 207.98 is the ninth guy on our list.
2: Pretty crazy. So that's starting to get down to that level. So our lettering time is 210. Once you can run under 210 for an 800 in high school, you're getting to be to where you're reasonably competitive at a, at a high school level beyond just your own school. And so we've, uh, we've got a bunch of stuff going on with the guys. Definitely. Yep. So over on the ladies' side, what do you see going on there? Well, um, again, this has been an event coming into the season where we thought that we were going to be really competitive at the top. So Izzy, Mallory, and Rachel all have the chops to be able to compete uh, at a state level. So they are really good. They're running fast. Their workouts are coming along. We've trained them more like milers. We kind of trained everybody more as generalists going through the middle part of the season. But as they start to get these workouts that apply a little bit more to their middle distance uh, prowess. We'll see what they can do, but right now, uh, Izzy ran 222 the other day solo by herself, which is number six all time on the West list. She's ranked number one right now in our region um, and number seven in 7A. There you go. So things are looking really good. Big the- picture. The 800 is one of those races, though, where the athletes tend to run much faster at the end of the season, so we're going to continue to see these young ladies progress.
0: Well, I think one of the things you've seen out of those three ladies that you talked about there is they all run on our 4x4, and we've seen some really good splits out of them. Uh, 60s, low, you know, higher 60s, low 61s. Um, So we know the tools are there. Zach, talk a little bit about some of the more specific training you guys have hit lately and, and just kind of touch on What you're really trying to develop there, and what you see happening here in the next few weeks?
1: Yeah, I mean, the last uh, week and a half, almost two weeks now, we've kind of gotten to some individualized workouts with these kids, and and uh, guys' side and girls' side, we've seen huge improvements with just their workouts. I mean, Saturday was our like kind of like a real big workout. And every single one of them looks super strong through the end. And what we're doing is just intervals, and there some of them are a lot, little bit longer intervals, and but they're kind of short rest. Some of them a little bit longer rest, depending on the interval. But uh, they, they're not easy. They're they're at 90 to 100 percent, and some of ours is at 110, so like goal pace. And so and, and they're out there and they're actually a- absolutely smashing the, these workouts. And I've been very proud. They've been very disciplined, and it's been a really cool thing to watch. And I will get to some of them this week. I'll wait to get to that because it's pretty cool. And there's a reason why there's a big a group of guys right now that's bunched up in this huge group. And we weren't really, like we we would love to see that. I'm not sure if I was really expecting that, but it happened, and it's a it's an awesome unexpected thing to happen. Absolutely,
0: and you know those workouts. You and I talked about it Saturday after the workout. And Scott and I in cross country, we call some of those workouts like, they're mental workouts. And 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 we refer to it as callusing the mind. Like, they're going to hurt. And, like, you're not necessarily going to be able to hit all of the times in those workouts. But the most important thing that comes into play is, do I keep the rest of interval appropriate? And then can I just finish the workout? Mm. Sometimes just finishing those hard High intensity tight workouts is more the goal, so than hitting the correct intensities at that high of a level.
2: Yeah, I felt the same way even today. Um, they were they did nine three hundreds on the track really fast, and I, I quipped at the boys as they went by. I said, "Hey, racing one 800s could going to feel like a piece of cake after that workout." And that's <laughs> part of it. Part of it is training your brain to be able to withstand sort of that level of discomfort. Um, and then it makes races a whole lot better because you've already been there, like you know what it's like.
0: Yeah, you know, I remember in college. I don't know if you guys are this way. You'd come out of a cross country season where I was an NAIA guy, so we just ran 8K. Fortunately, I didn't have to make the move up to 10K. Scott, you were an NCAA uh, AA guy, so you you had to make that move to 10K. But even at the 8K distance, when we got to track season and like some of the early meets, and I knew all I had to do was run like 3K. I was like, <laughs> man, I am going out hard, and I'm picking it up from there. Yeah. And it's like two miles, even a 5K would feel like an absolute sprint after just really working yourself over in those longer races. So keep at it, 800 crew. Uh, we kind of call it the 4-8 crew. Um, keep at it. Your, your four times are going to drop. Your eight times are going to drop. More importantly, you're just going to be super Mentally tough. So, moving on to the 1600, let's talk guys first since we kind of did that last time. What you see
2: going on there, Scotty? Well, by any measurement, um, we have already had the best track season with our guys that we've ever had in the history of the school. And we still got more races to go, and people are going to run faster. So, at this point, we already have 12 guys. Um, under our lettering time, which is 5-flat. Well, those guys are 4.55 or faster. And that ties time. that ties our record. And we've got several more guys that are going to run under 5 before this thing is over. So, oh yeah, I'm looking at the list here. you got Stuhler at
0: 5.01, which way to go, Andrew. You're working extremely hard. You've turned the corner. You've got the focus. I kind of patted you on the back yesterday, and I hope you understand that we are super proud of you. You're working really hard. And that's the kind of leadership – that you don't have to have that title for when you're making those gains and you're working hard like that. And other people see it, they're like, well, man, like if that dude's doing it, then maybe I need to do it. And so really proud of that. 501, Brian Bell at 504. He's kind of coming back from being hurt. Justin Wolf at 505. Another guy who's like just come out of nowhere. It's kind of like, you know, this year's Paul Griffins. Aiden Murray at 515. That kid's just working extremely hard, and he's starting to reap the benefits of it. Hey, the secret of running, right?
2: Consistency. Yeah. Consistency over time. And for you guys that are freshmen, it's four years of consistency over time. So yeah. little steps along the way is what's going to make you a superstar stud by the time you get to be a, a senior. Well, one more thing on the guy side before we move on. Like six guys at 444 faster. That's
0: impressive. That's that's good stuff.
2: It is, and Josh Wedby has split um, 437 on a relay, so it's actually really faster if you want to. I've
0: seen him on two occasions run mid to low 60s at the end of a 3200.
1: Did he negative split the 800 splits on that?
0: Yes, when we were at San Lampere, he (laughs) negative split all of his races. Yes, he did. Uh, If you didn't get a chance to be at that meet, uh, we voted that day like, hey, if we do a podcast like so – so Stand Lamper Weekend, Josh Wedby, you're run of the days. Uh, uh, Fran Erickson and I were standing on the back stretch. Like, if he catches this guy in the eight uh, in the four by
2: eight, like it's gonna be crazy good. And it was crazy good. Hey, so just one last stat before we take off because I am the stat guru. So in Mile Split, there's a thing that you can do that's like a cross-country meet where it like looks at the top five on your team. You can actually apply that to track. So you can say, like, hey, if we were scoring this like cross-country we looked at your five best runners, how would we compare to the other schools in the state? Right now in the 1600 on the guy's side, number one, all classification. If you look at our five guys compared to any other school, in the, including uh, St. Nice Pius, painters. including all those guys, yeah. if you take out this year's senior class, looking at the people who are coming back, we're still number one. If you take out the next class of juniors – we're still number one. So our depth is pretty impressive, awesome. and you guys are running at a super high level, and it's going to pay off.
0: Yep. Hey, on the girls' side, uh, right now, sitting nine girls under six flat.
2: 554 better. Yep. And we've got some more who've got the chops to be able to get it done. Oh, yeah. And the great, the great news on our girls' side has been how it's starting to come together at this point in the middle of the season. They were a little slow kind of getting started. I heard some rustling and some rumbling around the girls' side on why we aren't all running PRs and all this other kind of stuff. But I think the lesson here is patience. Trust the training. Trust the training. Work hard with each other. Do all the right things, including sleeping a ton, making sure your nutrition's really good, and good things will come. And they are definitely starting to come Uh, It's also fun seeing our newbies. So we've got a couple of of young ladies who have never run uh, competitively at any level before. So Kylie and Grace, we love having you on the team. We love how hard you're working. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. fun to see you every single week. You get a little bit better. And that's what you're looking for in this sport, just a little bit better. Well, I can
0: tell you one of the things I saw yesterday at JV Region was like, the thing I was most impressed with those two about was they were competing at the end for spots. Yeah. Like, hey, I I really don't care where my time's at, but, like, I'm next to this person, and they're not on my team, and I've got to beat this person. So that's – you're learning in a hurry. You're dropping time, just tons and tons of time. Uh, The consistency, when they first came out, I think, Zach, you said, like me, I won't deny it. You know, like the first time I – everybody's had their first practice. Three miles near about killed me first time I ran. (laughs) I think my first 5K was like 2054 or something like that. Uh, Don't laugh because eight weeks later I ran like 1720, which is not normal. But, um,
2: yeah, the the competitiveness they're showing is great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so the Milers are having a good year, and so is the 3200-meter club. 3200-meter club, the deuce. We, uh, you know, this is one event that a lot of teams steer away from in track season, and I'm not sure why, particularly if they want to be good at cross country, because all the correlations say if you can run good for eight laps on the track, then you've got a really good chance to be an excellent cross country runner. And there's something about being tough on eight laps on the track that seems even harder than a 5K in cross country for some reason, mentally, for all high school kids ever in the history of the world. I don't get it, but it's a fact. Like, you'll go run 5K when it's 85 degrees
0: outside, and like, hey, we're going to run eight laps. Oh, no, we're not. Coach is crazy. Eight laps? We talk eight laps? No. <laughs> so, you guys, you guys act like we just asked you to run a half marathon or a 10K cross country. But yeah, it's, it's, I've coached for 20 some odd years now, I think 21, and like, that's
2: been the same since the day I started. Yep, I don't think it's ever going to change. And the cool thing is, is I think we've gotten most of our guys into a 32. We still have a few more that we're going to stick in there before the season's 26 over. Twenty six guys have taken time. That's a share. bunch, and that's and, a and, and that's great. And it gave you that experience, and so you get to see sort of the speed end of things at the 800, all the way to the 3200. And the results, again, on the guy side has been, you know, pretty phenomenal. We have two guys already under 10 which we've only ever done that once in a season with uh, John Green and Brian Skow. Oh, we back got two the other day. guys
0: within eight seconds of doing it. Very also.
2: close. And uh, several others who can run way down in the low tens when yes. we get to a, a, a good meet and a good competitive situation. Well, we have 10 guys sub-11 right now. Rolling, so, rolling, feeling great about the guys. And on the girls' side, um, here's the thing. Not as many of our young ladies have been in the 32 because we tried to put you in events that we feel like that you're more suited to. And you're going to be more competitive at. But the the young ladies who have been in there have been, um, they've they've done everything that we've asked of them. They've been very competitive. They've given sort of all that they could do on the day, and we're super proud of the results. And uh, we're going to have a few more good 3200s coming up before the season. Yeah,
0: over. we've got three girls in our 13 flat right now. We got two or three that are flirting with it there. That should easily be able to get below it. They just haven't put it together yet. Um, and uh, yeah. So kind of kinda covers those there. So we've kind of talked about what's going on through the year, kind of what our depth looks like. Let's move over and talk about our latest meet, which was JV Region yesterday. Um Scott, why don't you go ahead first. We'll talk about the 16s and 32s.
2: Well, the first thing I'm going to talk about was the fact that we got a beautiful day for track. So the last two years at so Lambert... Especially at Lambert
0: on yeah. JV Region Day.
2: The last two years at Lambert JV Region Day, one day it was cold and windy, and the other day it was so hot that you could have fried an egg on the lane eight on the track. So we got a great day, which helped our kids be um, way more competitive and be able to run races as good as they possibly could. So on the sixteen thirty two side... Um, So Logan Cotton on the guys in the 3200 takes the victory, which was awesome. It's always cool to win a race. One of the things that um, I've been impressed by this year, Clayton, is how many... Um, individual race victories we've gotten, how many relay victories we've gotten, and how many heat wins that we've gotten in races throughout the season. And you've got to cherish those because you don't know when they're coming. They're few and and, far between.
0: And, you know, it shows experience on behalf of each of those kids because it's showing good tactics. We saw that yesterday uh, in the girls' mile. And I know you're going to talk about that a little bit later, but, you know, just some really good heads up racing. I think one of the keys to our guys running well in that 32 yesterday was Logan Cotton obviously winning the race. I know it was not his fastest time of the year, but he kept that race very honest from the gun. And by doing so, strung the field out. It actually helped his teammates who went out and raced their race. So later in the race, when those guys who really tried to run with Logan early, who really didn't have the credentials to run that fast, you know, it kind of hurt those guys a little bit later. But, you know, just good leadership again keeping the race honest early, and uh, running a good race plan.
2: I sent a text to Logan last night. and I said, I know you weren't thrilled about your time, but again, really the point in track meets is place because that's how they score them. Whether you ran like a 9-flat 2-mile or a 10 mile it counts the same in points. We got 10. Yeah, we got 10. And, um, you know, not to talk about other teams or whatever, but there were two young men from Lambert who made their state cross-country team top seven who beat us at state that he beat, and Logan didn't make our top seven. So that's him making some significant progress against some really good athletes. So just because it's JV region, don't assume that the quality um, isn't there in some of these races.
1: And that's what happens when you do all the little things over the winter. I mean, you do the little things, you get sleep, eat right, you do the right things, all of it comes together, and it does pay off. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, Nate, Nate Barber, right, before the meet, sits there and is like, today feels like a PR day and 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 he does his little JV kick at the end. And what does he get?
0: 105960.
1: Got
2: it. <laughs> Barely snuck <laughs> so underneath our it. lettering time.
0: I, <laughs> I had a talk with him yesterday. Nate's a, an immensely talented individual and he really is. and you know, he told me after the race that you know, his motivation a lot of times in doing things on the team was the other people on the team and I'm like, "Dude, when you can learn to do something for somebody else, it's not for you it's not your intrinsic value it's for your teammates as far as distance running goes you have won about 75 percent of that battle so go ahead and take that next 25 percent chance or just take 24 percent chance we'll take 99 train in the off season because you can contribute to your team and uh reese fredericks ran a great race there helping nate late really giving him somebody to go after and by the way, that was uh, 15 points out of those three guys in that race. Yeah. So so the boys, 32, went pretty well.
2: And that's a good call out, Clayton, because uh, both our guys' and girls' teams ended up getting second on the day, and distance was a huge point, uh, uh, part of the points that we racked up to give us those. And to be honest, trophies. we usually go
0: over there and get third or fourth or maybe even fifth in that 16 field. So, And we were well out on third place, so – uh, let's jump over to the girls 32 real quick since we're already talking about 32. And uh, my take on the race, uh, not so calculated, but the one word, bravery. Yes. Bravery. Uh, finishing third was Brooke Simon. And Brooke made a decision early on that, like, you know what? This race is not about time. This, this, this race is about where I'm going to finish. And uh, she decided to make a move to get with the leaders early and just hung on. And I knew she was suffering. And I, I went to the side of the track with about three or four to go. And I'm like, look, we're just going to count down laps here. Like, I, I know you're hurting. But, like, you've made this great move. You have broke the other people in the race. You're going to get a top three finish here. You're going to score well with your team. And uh, this, this, I was just impressed by her race tactics there.
2: Yeah, and we encourage our kids all the time. It's like, don't. Don't be afraid to take a chance. Absolutely. You really have to try because you will not know what you're going to become until you give yourself a chance to go do it. So we're proud of you, Brooke. Nice nice job. Yeah. And then Addison and uh, Addie
0: uh, really helped each other late, I think, to battle by one of the Lambert girls who was having a pretty good race. Um, but uh, I know probably not exactly what neither of them wanted time-wise. But again, working really hard, scoring the best points they can for their team. You can always
2: appreciate that. Absolutely. And so we'll dive into kind of the mile here real quick. So the great thing about JV Region this year is that they had an open mile, so we got to have a bunch more athletes participate than what we've been able to do in the past. And then they had a uh, you know a fast heat, which was restricted to three athletes per team. Our guys went out there and competed really hard. Um, So Yash uh, almost PR'd 450, 78 is just about five tenths off of his PR. Coming back from uh, a winter where he was swimming, which was great for him aerobically, but it's taken him a few weeks to get his legs back under him. And we're starting to see him definitely heading the right direction.
0: But, you know, um, one of the things that we try to do is when you make a move, we want you to do it smoothly. that's anybody could do that, um, but the thing I'm most proud of there is he did take that chance to put himself in that position. But coming in sixth place there was Evan Castellano. Scott, talk about Evan um, having a, a had an issue, but coming back really strong after XC.
2: Yeah, you know, injuries are part of the game when you do distance running. It's sort of like riding a motorcycle. It's not a, If you do it long enough, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. But it sure is a lot of fun. I know. <laughs> e- Evans had a really great attitude, though, and his workouts are starting to come around. He's running regularly now. He ran a PR, so 452 fives, fastest he's ever run, faster than Mild Madness. Like, it was a straight-up PR for him, which is great. Absolutely. And then the third guy in that race, Justin Wolf, freshman, Comes in with a 522 PR and runs 506. Coach, that's not supposed to happen. (laughs) But it's awesome when it does. You know what that
0: is? Consistency. Zach, you talk about it. Taking care of the little things and investing your time in what you're doing. And he's getting that return. And I promise you, folks, the return always looks a little different. But you will get return if you do things the right way.
2: We had a few guys in the uh, open race, too, who ran really well. A lot of PRs. Almost every athlete who ran in the open mile ran a PR. Quick shout-out to Aiden Murray and Jeffrey Kimsky. Both came in with, like, 527 PRs, ran 515 and 517. So, again, these are the kind of guys who... It is legitimate to think that you can break five and that you can letter this year. If you put in the work, if you don't decide on spring break to take 10 days off of running, um, you guys are really improving and and headed the right direction. Workhorses right there. And one thing I want to point out real quick, and uh, a lot of people may not know this,
0: but there's always a positive athlete award for uh, Seasons, and Jeff Kimski was our positive athlete on uh, our track team this spring. So, Jeffrey, really proud of you of how hard you work, how well you balance things, how well you lead. Uh, also, we probably won't get to it, but doubled back on it. Jeff, I came to him right before the race and said, hey, you're running really well. I want to give you opportunity. Can you double back in the 4 by 8
2: And uh, you stepped out there and did a great job for everybody. So, great run by Jeffrey there. Definitely got on the pain train there. On the girls' side, uh, at JV Region in the mile, I'm going to kind of break out of our regular schedule and talk a little bit about uh, Michaela Harrison. So Michaela took off last track season, struggled over the summer to get into shape, didn't have the kind of cross-country season that that I think she would have liked to have had as a senior, but I'm so proud of her that she came back out for her senior track season and is working as hard as she possibly can, and we're starting to see the old Michaela show up. And here's my advice to all of our athletes. We had a handful of senior boys who decided not to do track their senior year after they had done track freshman sophomore and junior year and what I would say to you is you're gonna wish that you had run Um, ran into Jacob Moran at the track yesterday he was out there uh, supporting his girlfriend who's one of our pole vaulters and somebody who runs on our cross-country team and he's like coach I miss it so bad like, I really want to be out there. So, hey, stick with it all the way through all four years. Michaela ran great. Super brave race. Well, this, the strategy she used. She came by, Zach,
0: and I on the back straightaway about 500 meters in the race. And I was like, hey, you. she was sitting fourth. And I, you know, as a coach, you don't really know what's going on in a race. You don't know how individuals feel. I know how to look at our athletes and sort of read their face and understand what they're going through because we see it every day on the track. Um. You know, there's times when we look at a kid and we're like whoa, whoa, that kid is on the pain train man <laughs> but uh, I wanted her to race as though she was going to win that race as though she needed to be up front and she needed to um, and she made a great move about 600 into the race where she decided to pull out and make a move to pull up on to the leader and sort of relax and you always tell kids to like get behind someone Look right at their back, and just shut your mind off and roll along, and wait for the real battle to begin
2: inside of the war. She did. She held on like grim death for yeah. three and a half so, laps. So the girl,
0: the girl got by her, but like she gave herself a chance. She ran five forty six, which is it's about ten seconds away from her PR. But what a great race! Like yeah. we're just super proud of the effort, um, giving the example to other athletes to take appropriate chances. Um, was awesome
2: and she started off the season 6-12 so uh, she's come quite a long way <laughs> in a, a short long. period of time really proud of you Michaela hey and you know also in that race uh, some of our uh, other athletes who performed terrifically well Audrey Anderson ninth grader cross-country athlete plays basketball over the winter and so spring. so she's yes and spring <laughs> so she's really short on the training uh, but she went out there and ran 551 which is amazing uh, again, her first effort for us was on a relay split. She ran 6.15 a few weeks ago at yep. the uh, Sand Lapper yeah. relay.
0: Uh, Malia, coming off some issues in cross-country, comes back 5.54. She had been working really hard to go below six minutes. We had talked uh, the last couple meets. Uh, thank you, Malia, for giving us a chance to like coach you because you come to us. Uh, you're not the only one, but when you take the time – To uh, have that conversation with your coach, and we're able to, uh, you know, give you what we think is a solid race plan, and then you go out and execute it. You gave yourself a very good chance there. Had a good strong finish, paced really well. Now a member of the sub six minute club there uh, on our team, and and I think can continue to get better. And not only that, it's a springboard into doing
2: really well into the fall for cross-country. Yeah, she's definitely going to help us uh, on the team this cross-country season for sure. Yeah, Talk a little bit about the 800, Zach.
1: Oh, yeah. So 800, girl side. Uh, I'm going to say here I'm going to start off with um, Virginia. Start off with Virginia. And uh, I wasn't able to see her run last year. But um, from what I'm hearing, uh, she's back in it. She's starting to get back on that train, really work hard. She looked great over the 800. Went out there went 237. So it's really good to see her going back in the right direction.
0: Well, you know, since you weren't with us last year, and a lot of people don't know, some of you are new to our team. Virginia had a really good base and a really good cross-country season last year, played basketball in the winter, and then had a good track season. And then she came into the cross-country season and wound up with stretch fractures in both legs. So that time she missed training there, she swam this winter instead of playing basketball, which I think was a brilliant move on her behalf because she took the pounding off of her shins, allowed her body to recuperate. Again, it's sort of that comeback trail. And then she made some really good moves in that race yesterday, I thought. Specifically, there was a move she made about 500 out from the finish, about 300 in. And 800 is really short. You got to know what you're doing. You got to make the right moves at the right times. Um, she did some really good things there so by giving herself a chance and being patient she's in a very different situation this uh spring with track just because of the training she missed this fall it's not because she didn't want to do it but it was because of an injury and we're really proud of how you worked back i just want to kind of give that background yeah, there on no, what she's doing
1: uh, yeah i mean i'm first year here so it's just good to know all that stuff and i mean it was, it's just been really cool to see her go from, from one place to another and, and in a positive direction. It's great
0: to see her smiling after a race. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, very proud of her. And then I want to talk about Julia. Julia has been fighting that 240 mark all season. And one of the things we talked to, I talked to her about, we've talked to her about is just, just, just honestly, just don't put so much pressure on yourself. Just go out there and have fun. And she's done all the work through that. Uh, I've seen her really excited throughout the season. There's been a couple races where we kind of like, ah, man, we, we had it. It was right there. Didn't quite get it, but it was still a great, honest race. Um, finally, I went out there, uh, JV region, and busted 238. Super proud. And again, that. she
0: made some really good moves there and had a really good finish. Um, she's someone who doesn't miss the weight room in the mornings. Definitely. And I think because of that, coming down the stretch and being strong, uh, her form never faded. I,
2: I love Zach's comment about don't make this life or death, folks. I mean, we want you to run fast. We want you to have great PRs and all this kind of junk. But your self-worth is not defined by some number on a silly stopwatch after you've been running around in circles. If if you can be proud of how hard you're working, what your effort is, and how you treat other people, um, that's something that you can really hold value to much more highly than um, a number or so. Yeah, it, have some fun with it, guys. Definitely. Ladies.
1: Uh, and then we have Erica. I mean, she's probably a, a true Who example of, of, of what we're just now talking about. Yep. Always joyful.
0: But about everything. if you didn't do our podcast in the fall, she is actually, um, if you didn't listen to it, she's engaged to Roger. engaged, Roger. They'll be married soon.
2: The styrofoam
0: head. The styrofoam head, Roger. So uh, go ahead. I just had to put that out there for everyone.
1: Well, speaking of that, that was one of the things I said before her race was, hey, hey, do this for Roger. And, uh, well, it seems to me that they're still in love because she went out there and did it for Roger. And not only did she do it, she had an eight-second PR. You don't really do that either in the eight hundred. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So that was pretty awesome. Congratulations. She came out also with the victory. So good job on you, Erica. That was great. So moving on to the guys' side.
0: Yeah, guys. Sorry. Yeah,
1: we're going to move on to hey, the wait, guys' well, side.
0: Real quick, real quick. So we didn't put names in for the 4x4. I just want to finish. I want to close out the girls yeah. thing here. Cool. We didn't put names in for the four by four and coach Ballard and I were kind of chatting about what we were going to really do. Oh, yeah. So, so we're kind of in this circle and I go, Hey Erica, Virginia, Julia, come over here. And they all come over there and I'm like, you just volunteered for the four by four. <laughs> and I guess we caught them at a good time. So we are super excited about oh, the eight. Yeah. They
1: all ran awesome. And so they're yeah. just like on all this right. high. Like, right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. And Malia jumped in there. Hey, those four girls went out, ran great, got third in the four by four and it, Self- slow, selfie slow nation, light. selfie nation! After the uh, the relay, there, coach. I think I saw some duck lips. Duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's fun is to see you guys have fun. Yeah, have you time. you volunteered for an opportunity to help your team, and uh, I just wanted to point that out because while it was points, that's cool and all, and yeah, we like scoring points. And we like doing good at meets, but. You guys were just having a good time, and, and that's awesome. So,
1: yeah, Well, right. I mean, note on that, too. Like, after the 4 by 4 we're all sitting around seeing these other teams, uh, you know, and I'm sure they did well, but uh, they were hurting, right? And so you just see them kind of just walk in, you know, congratulating each other, too. But then we see our girls over there. They're, like, grouped up taking selfies and pictures. <laughs> so it was just really cool to see that as fun well. Fun is fun, man. Fun, fun is, is fun. fun.
0: All right, guys, 800.
1: Guys eight hundred. All right, that,
0: so speaking of fun, this was fun. This was fun. This was so fun. I'm gonna
1: start with Stoer. Andrew Stoer. Dude, like you you absolutely crushed it. Last year, two thirty five. Good efforts. This year comes out two fifteen.
0: That's 20, pretty good. That's pretty good. That's twenty <laughs> seconds and two laps, folks. He would have beat that, himself. That's
2: not supposed
0: no. to happen. Uh,
2: <laughs> you beat yourself by more than a straightaway, buddy.
1: So good on you, man. Way to get out there, put the honest effort out there, and honestly, man, you're looking strong. Keep it up. You're only going to get better. So uh, I teased yeah. Andrew
2: quite a bit as a freshman because when you've been around the sport as long as I have, you can just look. At athletes by the way they move, like how they're running along, and be able to tell that they've got some genetic potential. That's nothing that they had anything to do with. It's God and their mom and dad and how it all like went together to create that human being. And I saw him running as a freshman. I'm like, dude, you've You've got whatever that thing is, and if you will just commit to this, if you will just work hard, if you will just try, this is all going to come together. And he would laugh back. It's like, yeah, coach, I'm just lazy. Yeah, coach, yeah, coach, yeah, coach. This winter, it wasn't, yeah, coach anymore. He was showing up at every practice, and it's paying off now, buddy. So, and, again, we're and really And that's what makes us proud. Absolutely. Yep. So, hey, let's talk about how two of our
0: guys were sort of leading the race. And at 400 meters – they decided it was it was time to really race.
1: Yeah, and it, that's honestly this is one of my favorite things about the eight hundred too. When you can get two guys out there and just battle it out, especially the way they did it, it's just a really it's a really cool thing to see in person. And so, Momo, dude, like we we had a solid workout on Saturday, and and he came to me and talked about a little little tweak in the back, um, lower back, and and we we kind of just made a decision dude, we, you need to take some time off. And he listened, took the time off, came back. He's gotten a little stuff done. And surprisingly, but not surprisingly, he went out there last year, ran 209. Earlier this season, ran 209. Comes out to JV region, and or JV County, and just 207.
0: 207. Bam, two seconds. Yep, we'll take it. So
1: almost three, to be honest, because it was like a 209.76 to a 207.04. And he almost won. And he almost won, almost, literally by, probably by, uh, 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 you know. Half stride. Half stride, yeah. Half stride. And uh, to Paul Griffin, and I'm not going to lie to you, Paul, I didn't know you had those kind of wheels, man. <laughs> that's
0: that's <laughs> impressive. He was jumping up and down, where did those wheels come from? <laughs> He's got I those was, wheels. I was
1: like, holy cow. So I was, they, they guys went out, and I was like, you think you can hold it? Uh, the, both these guys, because they've, you know, seen you run. Yeah i'm sitting there like seriously sure enough there he goes just they just worked together they pushed each other and it was really cool to see so friends Ended and family and anybody
2: time. yeah friends and family and anybody who missed that race i videoed the last 50 meters it's on youtube so just look up scott griffith or or do a search on jv region 800 m and you'll be able to find and watch uh, the last 50 meters of that race
1: and here here's another uh that's his PR, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, and last year's PR, if, if you want me to remind you, we thought that 20 seconds was awesome. How about 21? Uh, wow. Uh, so 227
2: to 206, I'll take it. Yep,
1: any day.
0: <laughs> hey, so textbook racing there. At 400 meters, those guys had a solid first lap. They're about maybe three meters up on the field. Nobody in that field has, like, this killer foot speed. They're all going to be within, if they all ran a 400, maybe one or two seconds of each other. So what do you do? You take the kick out of the race. So over from 400 to 500 meters, those two guys make a great move. They escape the field. They're 10 meters up on the field. The gap never gets any smaller.
1: They
2: They could touch each other during 95 percent of the race they were that close together and that's the stuff we've talked to you guys about in cross country there's a difference between being in contact with your teammate and being four or five strides off of them and being like literally right on their shoulder close enough like coach z said to be able to kick them in the rear end like that was a perfect example of how that's actually spent what
0: they had for breakfast earlier that day
2: (laughs) i'm trying to be nice here coach me i'm trying to be nice we love you coach z
1: and, you know, something that I actually got from, from Coach Tillery here, when I was running, if you were running together, you typically got the whole uh, shout from Tillery, hey, quit holding hands and start racing. Uh, well, I couldn't say that because those guys were really racing, and that was that was pretty neat. So they looked like they were holding hands. They could have held hands. Well, that's usually
0: when but, you're not running to your potential. <laughs> but
1: uh, Exactly. So they were running to their potential and beyond. So congrats, guys.
0: Hey, I think we got one more thing to point out oh, here yes. about JV region yes. and one of our distance kids. Yeah, and
1: we've, yeah I'm going to start off with Erica. We talked about Erica. She also pole vaults, by the way, and she went out there, went well. She, if
0: you pole vault, you're crazy.
1: Yeah, right. So, which is cool. Congratulations, Erica! You've done the four by four. You've done the eight, and you've done the pole vault, and you had a great day in one meet. In one meet. So, awesome job. Love you, uh, Samantha Hill, girl. She is, she, she's our our, our JV, JV region, region
0: pole vault champion. Yes. Miler slash pole vault. Not just a champ. <laughs> hey, she won it in a jump off. Jump off. Under How pressure. How crazy is that? Under pressure.
1: It was awesome. Congratulations. You deserve it. She had a huge smile on her face. She came over and she's like, hey, where do I get my medal? <laughs> well,
0: well, here's one of the cool things that happened then, too, was... That ends, and everybody, you know, kind of that first moment kind of calms down after three to five seconds of her being excited, and here comes like eight to ten distance girls just running over to give her a hug, Um, and it was just really cool to see that you guys enjoy each other, and Samantha, we're really proud of you for trying something different and succeeding at it, and that's really cool. So I want to talk about, uh, that kind of wraps up JV Region, but I want to talk about a couple things that's going on, uh, so far in our season, um, cross country kid, one of the coolest sights I've seen this year. We're at Sandlapper Classic in Charleston, South Carolina, and they
2: call for the shot put podium. Podium, yeah. And uh, nice podium there too. They've got the full on like oh, wooden platforms nice, built
0: up at yeah. the different heights, just All like the these Olympics. All the girls get called up there. You go down the line. It's like shot putter, shot putter, shot putter, shot putter, shot putter. Shot putter Coach distance trainer.
1: runner, okay, yeah. <laughs> There's
0: Katie Jordan standing on the podium in a WFHS XE top 10 shirt. It's like Cross Country Girl on the Shop Put Podium. <laughs> Woo! Katie Jordan's having a great season. We claim her. She's one of ours. Uh, she's gone from right around 29 and change to 32.55. And those numbers are getting to be like sectional, maybe getting ready to push into state meet kind of area. And then in the disc, she's thrown another huge PR for 81.8. We love it. Good job, Katie. Keep pushing forward. We're pretty proud of you. I wanted to give the shout-out there. A couple school records. The 4 by 8 something that I love being from Florida, uh, that I got to run in high school, that I coached when I coached in Florida, and I had some really good teams there. Uh, We broke our school record, which, by the way, that school record was uh, probably about four to five years old, but it had three Division I athletes on it. Three. Kennesaw State for Reagan Poteet. You had Georgia Tech, was also Haley Anderson and Liz Galarza. The fourth member of that team, Mallory Luskus, who helped reclaim her own record. There you go. So uh, Izzy Potasek. Uh, Rachel Murray, Haley Tillery, Mallory Luskas, 952.90. That was like a six hundredths of a drop, but guess what? Six hundredths of a second will still win you a race, and it still gets you a school record. So we were really proud of that. Uh, shout out in that race to Izzy. Um, you want to talk about real quick who she
2: outran, Coach, because that was pretty crazy. Well, so I'm talking to Izzy right before the starting line and just giving her some last-minute instructions. I said, all right, like I need you to get out really, really hard. But there's this girl starting right next to you from Marietta, and she's really, really good. Ellie Hall. Like made Nike Cross Nationals good. Very good. She's a a nationally ranked athlete. And I said, so if she goes out like crazy, crazy hard, you can let her go because you may not want any of that. Well, apparently Izzy wanted her some of that. Yes, she did.
0: Uh, Appropriate start. She rolled right up behind Ellie the first lap. She made a very appropriate move at about 600 and then puts 10 meters on her. Runs like 220 low right up front. Sort of sets off the relay, and then everybody's on fire from that. Rachel uh, Murray ran great. Haley ran good. And then Mallory Luskas goes out and runs a fabulous last leg to close that out. Um, if you ever get a chance, if you have a an account on mile split – That video's up. It's fun to watch. Really good handoffs out of all four of those girls uh, combined to break that record. They're going to get another attempt here in a few weeks. We're actually going to take a shot at maybe qualifying for New Balance Nationals. Um, they got to run, I think, at minimal about 936 just to get into the emerging elite field. A mid-920 number would get them um, into the actual elite field. I want to see them run under 936 because that was the best 4 by 8 that I've coached, uh, and that was down at Escambia High School in Florida. That was anchored by a 216 girl. So um, I would love to uh, – check that. She actually ran 213.
1: Wow.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I, so I'd love to see them uh, break that uh, and then it'd be fun to go to New Balance Nationals one time with a group. They can put relay. it
2: together. It's doable.
0: Hey, And then one more record that got broken here a couple of weeks ago – 10-year-old record, our 4x4 involved three of our distance girl and another fabulous freshman. we got Izzy Mallory and Rachel again on the 4x4, uh, along with Grace Mangan, one of our freshman phenoms. Um, they go 406-60, which is very respectable. Uh, we put some serious pressure on Miller Grove, who is an outstanding 5A team out of Atlanta. Um, and for the first 800, we had them covered. Uh, they just threw too many really good quarter girls at us, but 4:06 uh, early on is really good and shows they have potential to run. To be the first team ever at West Forsyth to take a shot at running sub four minutes, and uh, that'll that'll definitely get them with sectionals and uh, out of sectionals. We'll just see what we can garner from there. You know, sub four is for real. They run races uh, for a reason. So a couple ICUs. We're going to let Zach go first. He's got what I consider to be one of the coolest ICUs um, that we've had in a long time, and I'm not going to ruin any further, Zach.
1: No, yeah. Um, So some of y'all know, some of y'all may not know, I work at West Forsyth in the special ed department, and uh, specifically the autism rooms, and they're wonderful kids. I love them to death. And there's a teacher there that I work with that also has created this amazing organization called Dream Runners. And what that is, is just a running group that's specifically to help uh, individuals with special needs be more active. And they meet at Fowler Park at the track uh, every Saturday at 10 a.m. And all they do is they go in there and they get partnered up with volunteers. And... uh, there's one of the one of the girls there that has, that that's um, with special needs. She's her name's Jordan. She makes these shirts. It's, uh really cool, and um, it's called Be Kind. Is what she makes. Is two. There's two Facebook pages I want y'all to check out if y'all have time, if y'all want to. But it's Dream Runners. Um, it's really neat. It's got like a little cloud. It's got Dream Runners in a really cool font and blue. And then Jordan's summer shirt project. Check those out. Uh, Jordan's mom went out there, posted on Facebook the other day, uh, just really giving us a huge shout out. And I'm, I'm going to read you just a couple clips. But it says, today was awesome for several reasons. But my favorite was the West Versaith High School track team volunteers. Coach Amy asked them for help this week. Probably about 20 of y'all showed up, which is amazing. So I'm very proud And not only that, y'all took the initiative and took lead on a lot of things. Y'all are out there encouraging, shouting out, like, just amazing words to these kids to really get them going, partnering up. And honestly, this is the kind of stuff that I couldn't be more proud uh, uh, to, you know, be a part of this kind of program. So huge shout out to you guys, those that showed up. And if y'all need any more information on it, just let me know. I'd be love to get you. Connect. I'd love to get you connected. I'll be there this Saturday, ten a.m. I know we have a we'll probably have a long run on Saturday. A long run and be done by um, then, and we'll be right in that neck of the 10 woods. Ten a.m. It's right there, so I'm going to go over there and hop on in. So uh, if y'all want to, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, we'll post more about that and remind. You know, that brings me back to one thing. Uh, I got a great email I shared with you guys in our reminder this year when Pickens came over. They have a couple of autistic kids that run with them and just glowing things said from one of my really good friends up there, who I think a lot of coach Donnie white and uh, talked about how our kids were just so kind and so gentle with those kids. And they got a few jeers and Snickers during the cross country season. And those are the kinds of things that we don't really coach. Those are the kinds of things that come from your heart. And those are the things that we are most proud of. Um, So, yeah, just great job of that. We'll post more about Dream Runners. Uh, My ICUs, a couple comeback kids uh, working really hard that I've been pretty proud of. Uh, Evan Castellano, I'd say your comeback's complete, son. You're doing a great job there. Um, Brian Bell, it was so good to see you back out running. Um, I had talked about the Saturday previous when Zach and I were getting, or I guess it was Thursday previous, we were getting our long run in, about how I just missed having Brian around and his work ethic and um him just being back and working hard having a little success yesterday um just keep working hard we're pretty proud of it two people who haven't made a comeback yet but have been huge help for us this season really appreciate these two kids uh josh still uh josh works and gets almost every split for us at every race so if you guys get splits from coach and coaches we're able to give you good feedback you need to thank him also helping out there, uh, my own daughter, Hannah Tillery, uh, battling some issues with one of her feet. Um, doing a great job. Comes and help, takes attendance every day. What can we do for you? Those of you that are running around on the track, when that clock's working up there and you can see what you're running, uh, Hannah sits there and punches a button every single race. So make sure you thank those two. Um, I know both of them would love to be out running for our team right now. They can't but they're trying to find a way to make themselves valuable to their team and just know that you guys are appreciated. Scott, what have you got in the way of an ICU this week?
2: Well, I already gave you my ICU. Just a shout-out to Michaela again, Harrison, for uh, making the most out of her senior track season. You're going to remember it for the rest of your life. You're going to be proud of yourself, and we're just happy to see you uh, being the best that you can be. You know what's fun to see this senior
0: class, especially on the girls' side, just because – uh, thanks to Coach Dave Erickson, we've had a junior program. And these girls have run together for about seven years. And, I, you know, I was stumbling through some pictures on my phone the other day uh, looking for a picture of Haley. And up comes this picture of Haley, Mallory, and Michaela down in South Carolina at, like, the cross-country USATF National championship meet oh, man. and cool or uh, actually that was the regional meet they made nationals but it was uh it was just a it's a lot of fun to watch them grow up and um to see her fulfilling that with her friends and and family this it's awesome
2: nutrition tip of the week so here's the scoop in the world of distance running uh, people always talk about the most important building block being carbs you got a load. carbo hey, I've got to eat a bunch of pasta. I've got to do all that kind of stuff. That's sort of old school, outdated information, and it works great if you're running an ultra marathon, but doesn't have a whole lot to do with kids who are trying to race fast for a mile or two miles or an 800 meter. When you're a young person, your body is growing, and when you're doing hard workouts, you are tearing down muscle fibers in your body, and the thing that repairs that more than carbs is protein. So my nutrition tip is, Please make sure that you're getting protein as a regular part of your diet at all three meals during the day. So it doesn't always have to be that you're eating a big steak. You can get protein out of cheese. You can get protein out of yogurt. You can get protein in a lot of different places, but please make sure that you are not skipping on this important building block because when you tear down those muscle fibers from hard workouts, they have to have something to build them back. It's part of your recovery process. When your body is growing, and I know most of you skinny distance runner boys' bodies are growing because by the time you're seniors, I don't recognize you anymore. You cannot, out, you cannot do that without enough protein in your diet. So please do that. A, a quick and easy way to do that, if you have access to it, uh, go to your local smoothie shop, get something that tastes really fun to drink. They can put a shot of protein powder in there, and that gets you uh, what you need in a big hurry. Uh, after hard workouts long runs races that kind of stuff parents shout out this last week on the day of a meet all the
0: athlete gear shows up i'm trying to set up for the meet i'm in a panic cindy bell thank you quick phone call you showed up at the school you ran the whole show you stayed later in the gym to make sure the kids got the gear if they wanted to pick it up on that day um, you do a lot of stuff for us. You bought all the bug spray when we were down at St. Lampard Classic before the bugs she almost She was the bug spray off. master. I'm
1: very thankful for that, by the way.
0: I, I heard two of the small sand gnats come up and say, hey, let's carry them off before the big ones show up. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> those things were ferocious. They had fangs and everything. But, uh, Cindy, we appreciate all you do. We do recognize that and appreciate it. So, Scott, real quick, a little county preview, and we're going to wrap up what is our longest podcast ever.
2: Yep. Yeah, so County Meet is coming up. This is one of our uh, focused efforts for the season. We run a lot of different track meets. And so parents, for those of you who've maybe gotten a little bored of watching kids running around in circles aimlessly and jumping and throwing and all that other sort of stuff, this is one that you don't want to miss. It's about to get good. It's about to get real. So Monday and Tuesday of next week, um, we will be at home. So let's be here and be a big competitive advantage for our athletes as we try to um, do our best to be county champions on both the men's and the women's side. So Monday is going to be our field events day. It's also going to be when we do preliminaries in most of our sprinting events to qualify for finals. And then we've got the mile as a... 1600 is a final on that. 1600 is a final. Um, we'll get started around four fifteen for field events and then uh, four thirty for four by eight relay, and then six o'clock is when the regular prelims go and we'll run through our regular schedule. Tuesday is finals. starts at five o'clock at West, and it'll be fast and furious, and we'll get out of there sooner than we do on a I'd normal say an track hour and a half. Probably
0: yep. we're done one race of each heat. They're going to be close races. They'll be seated appropriately as what they ran off the night before. And uh, no 1,600 finals. The reason we run 1,600 on Monday and 3,200 on Tuesday is that mimics what we will do at the regional meet. It also mimics what happens at the state meet. So it gives our kids a little chance to recover and have some higher quality racing go on on the track.
2: And you will see some very good distance racing, you know, since we do mostly talk about the distance stuff here. Uh, Forsyth County has become sort of the place for high quality distance running in the state these days, so between um, our school what's going on over at Lambert uh, what's going on over at South Forsyth, uh, a few other schools have some really good hey, central's going to have a guy in this race who's already run four twenty two this season so. yeah he's good, so come on out yep, be come loud and be proud
0: be loud, be proud on the West Forsyth side there. Um, but it'll be great uh, And a big preview of our region meet So, hey, uh, Twitter For track WFHS underscore track Do not get that wrong If you follow WFHS hyphen uh, Hyphen track Then you're going to be following WFHS North Carolina uh, In Winston-Salem, North Carolina Our, our remind is at WFHS TF19 The podcast is called The Run as Izzy always says, subscribe and like. Our podcast email, if you have any ideas, is wfhspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we appreciate you taking a little time with us this week. We know that it was a little bit longer than usual. Scott, any closing
1: thoughts?
2: Uh, we're having a great season. Yep, it's going good.
1: Zach? Uh, it's an amazing season.
0: It's an amazing season. We're really proud of how you guys are taking care of each other. And most importantly... Really proud of the compliments that other coaches and other people in our community see what you're doing. We're really proud of that. So we'll catch you real soon.